0: Men, Women and Power, a live conversation in the wisdomfactory.net with John Freeman and Professor Dr. Barbara von Maybell. The event was hosted by Heidi Hernlein and Mark Davenport in the Italian non-profit association Il Paradiso Integrale. This is part three with a topic, Both Men and Women Need a Change in Mindset. So that's my question yeah.
1: <laughs> to John. Isn't it time that men break this conceptualization? Conceptualization they are kept in themselves.
2: I'm not going to disagree with that. I, I, I wish I knew how to make that happen faster. I, there, there's something, and, and, and I'm kind of sensing into what's. Why isn't that happening? Why hasn't that happening? I mean, what happened? Why 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 can I write a book which goes right into the centre of this conversation that is totally ignored? Mm-hmm. Nobody is asking the questions. And so when the when when the idea of challenging this this alienating orange as as you referred to it, when that comes up, there doesn't seem to be a space generally in the culture for men to go there and i don't know what would create i mean i i spend a lot of time blogging and writing and talking to people in the hope that that space will get created and i feel like actually i'm somewhere i'm missing something too because it it isn't happening
0: I would like to say something to that. Today in the car, we we thought about there was this tiny little car in front of us and the girl inside and I said, this is a girly car. And we were talking about that men still want to buy big cars. Isn't that maybe something, a a heritage from really a biological trait that men have this
3: to be Assertive, Assertive like this, Occupied space. Occupied space,
0: space uh, yeah. And so they—they they are fine in orange, you know. They—they they don't even notice what they miss. They notice only, like you said, mm-hmm. you notice many things only after you I brought you there.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm not—I'm sh- not sure that that's as true as it looks. I mean, on mm-hmm. on a surface level, it can look like that because the conscious attention isn't being paid to what's being felt the underlying truth is that men are showing all the evidences of being extremely stressed by that situation yes absolutely true and somehow somehow that isn't that isn't turning into we have to do something different here it's a kind of entrapment or it looks like that Mm. to me i don't know that I don't know whether men do need to occupy space. I mean that's that's also part of is that part of what we're trained to do? I, I, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, that's it's it's a little bit in this direction. I wanted us to say that men were trained not to feel themselves and not to realize what is going on in themselves. So they you say they're highly stressed, and I do think it's true, but they don't notice it and they don't want to. You know, even if they are almost breaking down, but they continue because they don't realize it. That's what I mean. Yeah, but
1: I think one answer might be that it would be really traumatizing to come to the point to realize how you deal with yourself. And this is true for a man or for a woman who is disconnected from her feelings and from her intuition as well. It's very painful. To go to that point in yourself,
2: this might explain it. Yeah, um, there's there's a lot in the, the, the kind of big boys don't cry. I mean, it, it's it's <laughs> it's like it is it is very, it, it, it's quite a a deep training for most men. So, and um, whereas you know, women are. It's not only that women are sort of allowed to cry. It's that the whole of the cultural upbringing is well women are going to have to relate because they've got they've got to relate to the children I mean Mm -hmm. okay that mindset has been shifting a bit and the the notion of uh, men who have actual feeling relationships with their children is one of the places where I think this has changed outside the home it hasn't outside in the working world it hasn't so this is a this is a slow cultural process, I think, that we're witnessing. And it, trouble with it is it needs to be happening faster if we're going to have a sustainable and healthy way of running the planet.
3: Yeah. Is perhaps the kind of, in Western civilization, this kind of shift to the right, is that a reaction against the demands, the threat of the chaos of a system breaking down and people having to look at themselves? Uh, in ways that uh, they didn't have to in in past uh, generations.
1: Well, I think we we ought to try to figure an agenda to a different society which is less harmful and less uh, damaging, so that's why we are talking about it. But the future somehow touches um, grief and uh, touches uh, feelings of uh, failure. And maybe we, we just should invite the courage to feel failure and to to know that we have followed a pathway which is not uh, leading to life. And this, of course, as a man, takes uh, needs courage, much more than from a woman, to acknowledge that the the agenda is... Uh, sort of leading to an impasse uh, is, of course, not something which gives you the feeling of strength.
2: Yes, absolutely. There's so much in in what you've just said and in what Mark said before that about the kind of polarisation that happens in our current situation where fear and stress... They either push people or people respond by going down and into the older systems and responding more deeply from the fear and putting up barriers and walls and and going for Brexit and electing Trump and all of that. And the alternative would be for us to find ways of moving up spiral and becoming more integral and of actually moving out of the fear into something which is much more of a sense of We do have the power if we choose to do something different. And that to me is also part of this sense of entrapment. We're still in the middle of of that. And it sometimes feels as if it's only when things break down that we'll let go of the the attempt to do things the old way, because Mm -hmm. it will become very visible that the old ways are aren't working to more people in the way it's visible to us right now. But then what's going What's going to take people from that place of fear and grief and uncertainty and panic and whatever it is, what's, what's going to enable more of us, more of the world, to move into a, a higher perspective viewpoint?
1: Well, to move up this spiral, to me, is sort of dependent on the capacity to open the heart and to appreciate the other. So if this is true, it would mean that what is really needed between men and women is that they appreciate each other. Absolutely. And this is mm-hmm. difficult for men beyond the sexual and, and erotic sphere or the family mother sphere. And it's difficult for women, too. I remember um, a situation where I said something like this and a woman stood up and said, this is definitely something I will not give to the man appreciation and of course if we go on like that it can't work we need to listen to each other and to the wisdom and the knowledge of each other and to appreciate i think that could be eventually an agenda to move
0: upwards the spiral
3: yeah
0: there are some comments they are coming back to what we said before it's vivek who actually live in, in london but he is from india and he says, we need feminine and masculine to be in balance, but the present economy forces every woman to give up femininity. Even more, even more yeah. yeah. To give up femininity and become masculine, which is a tra- tragedy in his view. Sure.
1: He is absolutely right. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, there are many women who quit the business and start independent work because they want to work in a different way. And I like remember you. that like me yeah and i remember that even a very high percentage of new created jobs uh, go back to this attempt of women to have a workspace which is more appreciative more humane more flexible to time needs of family uh, and etc etc
3: yeah yeah counterforce and work there where young professional women in their 30s or so would start to really feel that the professional world is not satisfying for them and that they're missing out on a big chunk of their own femininity. And, and so for example, in their 20s, lawyers, out, female lawyers outnumber male lawyers. By the time they reach 40, it's the other way around. They don't stay there. It's not their world, they don't feel comfortable. It's not really necessarily that they're forced out it's just they don't want to be there. And what you are saying is what Jordan Peterson says
0: about his experience as a clinical practitioner, yeah. a psychotherapist, and he has this experience. He's working a lot with these high-performance women, and mm-hmm. they say at a certain time when they are 30-something, they say, do I really want that or do I want a family? And I think, yes, why not? Why is the having a family and having children minor to being a successful, money-earning
2: lawyer? All of of that, I mean, a lot of my my work colleagues are people, are women who who fit what you're describing. And one of the things that I think inhabits this space is the extent to which, because it is still the case in a lot of relationships and a lot of families, that women, particularly when they're having families, they're kind of given a role or there is a natural role which allows them to be in the space where they are still responsible for the family and they're also going to manage their career alongside. And they may, you know, they they have a child and then they come back one day a week or whatever. And and there's nothing wrong with that. But one of the side effects of that is that the mindset is still both for the collective and in men's minds. Oh, in order for all that to work, I still have to be the breadwinner. So that that history still carries on as something which makes it more difficult for men to break out of the mold than for women
1: yeah I think the the so-called generation Y it's sort of a first axis to change this mode because there are more it seems that there are more and more men who claim that they would like to have more time for their families than the normal professionals so far, which I think is only successful if they really have the longing if they really have the wish, to change their time schedules and their time frames. Because all this organ is organized around time. You need certain patterns of time if you want to bring up your children in a good way. And as long as this is only a task for the women, then it's difficult. But as soon as men realize that they're really, really missing something very important in their life, to realize how precious the upbringing of life is, they won't feel the longing and they won't go for it. So again, it, it's a hard issue,
0: I think. But maybe that they feel the longing, but they fear to be overrun and the career ladder, and they are done somewhere where they don't want to stay. But I take this moment where I talk, there is another person here with a very long comment. Men, women and power, a conversation with John Freeman. Barbara von Maybom, Heidi Hernlein and Mark Davenport at thewisdomfactory.net The next excerpt is available at http slash bit.ly slash, bit slash power women all written together